0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.
1: Alright, so now I have four pots to uh, control here. The, the pots control the audio that come in from our guests in the studio, our guests on the phones, and this is a record. I don't think I've ever had to do four different pots before. So bear with me. I, Jack, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I am. All right. Sweet. Curtis, are you there? I got it. Right. Yeah. Roger. Neil. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we're good. We're good. This is great. Historic day in year 14 of Calling All Sports where four pots lit up red all at once. I should take a picture of the board. Um, Jack, you work for Valley News Live. We we had Devon on quite a bit last year when uh, the Bison were down in in uh, Frisco, and I'm guessing that that's something that both of you guys would be doing again because we met you last year down there. But, uh, let's talk this week first and foremost and also last week. Um, the, the bison came down to vermilion and, and it sure looked to me like there was some sort of a massive chip on their shoulder. And I can't, it, 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 that hasn't happened in decades where they've even been allowed to feel that way because usually everybody else just wants to, they, they, you know their whole life is built on beating the bison and I don't know if they felt disrespected or what because they hadn't played very well they they weren't the team to beat they were they had three losses during the regular season and now all of a sudden uh what has gotten into them because Saturday they looked like the old bison to me
0: yeah no, they
2: really did it was it was one of those games where even talking to the guys uh, yesterday because we spoke with a few players yesterday and a lot of it was saying How do you bounce back from a game that emotional against Montana State and have the blocked extra point? You walk off this crazy win on the road, and then you have to stay on the road against the team that beat you by five in the Fargo Dome, and to come out there and just really lay a hammer on them. And part of it was that they were saying they wanted South Dakota, they wanted the Yotes, they wanted this team again. They really felt like they needed another shot to really show them what they can do, and one of those games where just everything clicked they really figured out what exactly they needed to do to get past a team like this a team that is very successful defensively we saw that a lot this season especially against the bison and they come out and it's a 35 to three halftime game and it's all business on the sidelines they're just getting ready to go for the next half there was no sign of getting phased and the guys love it they love being on the road they love being this different type of bison team that we've never really seen before And I think they're really embracing it. So, yeah, you have Montana next, number two seed. That's big-time home team that's been playing a real heck of a great playoff run. And I think that at least talking to the guys this week, it feels like they would rather have it be that way than even have them at home at this rate.
3: This is Curtis Riggs. I, I was able to cover a lot of the, the South Dakota State football games for Medco Sports and a lot of NDSU games. And, uh, you know, early in the season, you saw where it was just a lot of simple mistakes. And the point now in the playoffs, they're, they're cleaning a lot of those up. How? What do you think that's attributed to? Better quarterback play, better coaching? What?
2: Well, Cam Miller has been phenomenally efficient through this year. I mean, even this last week, 13 for 15, 210, thrown through the air at a touchdown, no picks, only took one sack, and then on the ground, he didn't really do a lot on the ground, six for 19 with a touchdown, but then you have Cole Payton, the backup of six for 66, and his one, are two touchdowns, actually, one of which was a 43-yard score. So a lot of it was the offense feels a lot faster than it was against South Dakota. They've cleaned up a lot of the tempo issues when they would just play so slowly. And they would just they're, – they're very accurate. There's not many drops. There's not many bad throws. They just – it's a very clean game. They've just – they've they have cleaned up a lot of the faults that they had and a lot of losses that they had. And this, this five-game win streak has been really, really on point. And Eli Green has probably been the best example of a player who shined the most through that stretch. He had five catches for 116 yards in this last game, including one for 48. Uh, didn't find the end zone, but was about perfect outside of that. And I think uh, his explosiveness – has really been a great connection with him and Cam, and really exploiting a lot of the, the secondary South Dakota has. So it was, it's just yeah, it's a lot of that, that cleanliness that the team has sort of put together in their game that is going to be imperative if they want to knock off Montana.
4: Hey, hey, Jack Neil Graff here. Uh, I think all of us would agree that uh, you know, as a team, you want to be playing your best and your strongest football as you approach the playoffs or actually in the playoffs. And NDSU is certainly doing just that. But also, I think a part of the playoff success, there's a little bit of luck involved, and and part of that luck is injuries being healthy, uh, you know, having full strength from a personnel perspective. Uh, any injury, NDSU nursing any injuries or any any things like anything like that that may be a factor in the game that you know of. Uh,
2: the one player that I did see get banged up that I'm not totally sure on his status is uh, defensive end Dylan Hendricks. He had a little bit of a of a later hit on him. Um, sort of hobbled off a bit with the field. I, I, I can't recall exactly when in the game. I know it was in the second half. Um, as far as we know, talking to the coaches that were saying that he is still a maybe for this weekend, I don't know yet if he's official in or out. Um, that, that's I'm not totally sure. But he's the one guy that I'm sort of like I'm not sure yet. Everybody else that played should go in and, uh, and have that a regular sort of season in a week this week. So I'm not, I'm not super worried about anybody else being out for that game. Hendricks is the one guy to do that, um, who already is, I mean, he's familiar with injury. He missed, uh, both the 2020 to 2021 and then the 2021, uh, spring season. He he missed both, um, with injury. So, uh, hopefully he can be back for the game like this, but I, I would think that he would be if I had to guess. Um, but again, I'm not, I'm not totally sure, but that's the one guy's name who I, I would think. We,
3: we heard the, uh, the, the, Announcement about Coach Entz and it, first thing that uh, came to mind was one, what, what's the benefit of announcing that now? And then two, are they going to look to stay in house as they've done in the past or are they going to open this up? I mean, what rumors are you hearing about the next predecessor?
2: Well, with Kleiman leaving for, for Kansas State, that was a somewhat similar situation with him leaving before the bison uh, ended up winning. That I want to say that was the 2018 one, um, and so they they kind of went through a similar situation to that when sort of he was out and then instilled his spot in at the uh, former defensive coordinator position. So if I had to guess, I am strongly inclined to believe that they're going to hire within house. That tends to be the Bison way. Um, I don't know if anyone was looking around Twitter or other social media stuff, but a lot of Bison players were tweeting very heavy support for Tyler Roll, and I mean hashtag Roll with Roll with his name, and of course Roll for Roll by it. All of that was going viral on Twitter with the D S U players, both current and former. There is a very, very, very large amount of support for for the former, uh, the current offensive coordinator. So uh, we have not heard any updates specifically on what job would be. Um, we spoke with both and the uh, athletic director, a uh, uh, I think on yeah Monday, and. They tended to say that they would love those guys to be in, but there's nothing really official yet, of course. But I I would say I would be pretty surprised if it was anyone else. The only other guy I could think of would be Coach Vegan with Montana State, who, of course, was a former bison as well. I know he's uh, doing a phenomenal job out with the Bobcats uh, and Bozeman. So I could see that as more of a dark horse candidate. But if I had to guess, I I really could see a guy like Roll being in. Uh, A lot of comments we did see social media, a lot of people, in our area we're not particularly thrilled with that option i know his offense has been a little bit of a lover hater thing um at least by fan feedback but in terms of what the players would love and in terms of the program itself it seems that a lot of those people in house tend to really really love coach roll and uh we also individual player talk we talk with guys like jake kuba zach mathis a bunch of guys on the team and a lot of them were really 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 pro role so If that's my one guess, I would, I would think that it could be him, uh, by his intent to stick in house. So that would be, I think, a safe bet. But, um, it'll be interesting as we sort of lead, see how the team goes, whether it be, you know, this weekend they're done or if it's out in Texas in January or whatever their season will be. Um, I'm certain that they're getting plenty of work underway already.
1: Jack Wallace is our guest from Valley News Live in Fargo. Jack, how much does this coaching announcement, which I still find odd, even though they did the same thing with Chris. Uh, Chris was different. He went to be a head coach. This is just a yeah. linebacker's job. To me, I would have kept it quiet and, and waited until the season was over. So how much does this affect the team as they go into now the biggest game of the year? They're playing at Montana in the semifinals with a chance to get back to Frisco and playing with a lot of momentum. Is this the kind of thing that you're getting the sense that the team could rally around Or is this a bubble burster?
2: I honestly think it's more the former than the latter. I think that really hearing the guys and hearing the energy from them, it seemed more like a coach ends mean so much to us and we care so much about him and are so happy for him to do something that's great for his career that we want to get this done for him and with him. And that was very much the energy coming from a lot of players from yesterday when we spoke with them. And it was it, they they really were very very supportive everybody was very positive and even he himself was saying how much positivity he was getting it was very much seemed like not at all and, and from at least from what we were hearing nothing seemed very negative about it and the fact that yes it is uh that the announcement were to come in a place like this where you just get off the quarterfinal round you still have a max of two games to go minimum at least one more weekend and I just, I see it more as a rallying thing because we know that he is not leaving until the season is officially over and that he will be here through it no matter what. And because of that, they're knowing that they're either going to go out with him or they're going to win it all with him. And I think that that is a meaningful thing for a lot of players, especially for a roster that's very old. I mean They have, I think it's 27 seniors and six or seven extra year seniors. There are a lot of really top players and a lot of very impressive talent on this team and a very large amount of starters that are in those upper class i mean i think it's seven out of the ten linemen uh, on the offensive line uh in the two deep seven of the ten are seniors or extra year seniors so a lot of these guys on the team are a lot of these older guys that kind of almost are going out with them or at least have wait maybe one more year and i think a lot of the energy is sort of we're all doing this for him and with him so i i from what i've heard it seems to be more of a positive let's go on out than any kind of negative emotions
3: Speaking of that roster, it seems like you hear more and more of NDSU players, uh, getting picked in or joining into the portal and getting moving up to FBS level schools. Is, is there any rumblings about people entering the portal or the problem now that these successful FCS schools are having is schools reaching out to the players. Is, is there any talks of things you're hearing about with the roster at NDSU? Uh,
2: there have been a couple guys that I know have been that there've been folks reaching out to them. I know, uh, was with with, uh, out in the secondary, who's been one of the best Bison players this year has already confirmed that he will be coming back next year, which is a massive get mm-hmm. and, and yeah. sort of keep for the Bison to have him back. But I know that he's been offered a lot. Um, I have I have no idea by whom or what that situation looks like fully, but I do know that he has been pitched to, and he is still going to stay, um, I could easily see a guy like Cam Miller having someone pitch to him after having a really, really incredible season that's still not over, but I've heard nothing of him, even remotely, nothing rumor of him leaving. I would be surprised if he did. So there are a lot of guys like that that I don't know if they would be because, again, with how many guys are older in the roster, a lot of the guys either are just going to leave because they're just out of eligibility. Like, I'm, I'm fairly sure Tameric Williams is, is out after this year. Zach Mathis is out after this year. So there are a few guys that are just, going to be graduated and just sort of they don't have anything left um but there really hasn't been as much as i would have thought in terms of uh transfer stuff again we'll see if after it goes whether that be after the next week or uh, in a little less than a month but i haven't really heard a lot surrounding it which i almost expected to i thought there would be more than there would be but there really hasn't been a lot in terms of players really trying to to leave anytime soon despite the transfer portal being huge i know it's been a bigger thing with north dakota with tommy schuster leaving at und and that being a, a pretty sizable piece of news out of out of uh, grand Forks, which is going to be interesting to see how they're going to do next year but not as much of that movement as far as i've seen with NDSU.
1: and of course there's potential for a lot of that up at, in brookings but uh tucker Kraft last year set the example for everybody else and said, no, I don't care. I'm coming back. I want to be with my buddies. And there's guys mm-hmm. on the team this year that said the same thing. Jack Wallace, our guest from Valley News Live in Fargo. Jack, uh, the Bison have won. I'm, I'm not even going to count the Drake game as a playoff game. Okay? That's just a buy. Um, <laughs> that's but that's they <laughs> they won at Montana State. They won at USD. And now they got to play at Montana. Uh, totally unfamiliar territory for the Jack for the bison totally unfamiliar are the guys kind of enjoying that even though they weren't considered an underdog in vermilion to to me they having to go on that gauntlet of a road trip the whole thing makes you an underdog whether they were in that one particular game or not are they enjoying this
2: they really are and i think to really take the full picture you have to take it back a couple weeks even further because after they lost that south dakota state game they went and laid a hammer on Southern Illinois, thirty-four to ten, and Southern Illinois, top five, a good team, unit in FCS, blew them out, wasn't even close. Then you have Northern Iowa, another ranked team that was basically that game. The talk going into that was, okay, the winner goes to the playoffs, loser might not get a spot. And then they drop forty-eight on them and end up winning on the road. Then they have Drake, which of course you know goes to expected, and then you have Montana State, you still pull off South Dakota, you pull off, and the team has looked so well together since that point. And I get the talent they've been up against has very much waned in terms of <laughs> very good and not very good, but it's the way they've looked after that SDSU game was sort of the, are you going to get up and really put up a fight, or are you just sort of going to throw it away and let the season end? Because they could have done it right there, two yep. great teams to end the season with before POPO season, and I think since then they've just, they've they've gotten the mentality, as I was saying earlier, they, they really feel like, we want to prove, and actually this was a quote from Cam Miller to quote him. He said, it's not about proving everybody else wrong. It's about proving ourselves right. And he said that after the South Dakota game, and that really resonated with me because it was not just about everybody doubting the Bison. It was more about them themselves being like, are we really these guys again? And they come out and do it. And they play against this team that they had a chip on their shoulder against. And they even told me, they said, we do have a little bit. We can see how Montana will have the chip because they went to the Fargo Dome last year and got handled fairly easily in a 49-26 loss just a year ago. And now we got to go to them, winner goes to Frisco. And, you know, I can see that. And they even told me, they said, they, they told me, uh, we can see how they can think they have advantages of being at home, being there. And it was just even saying things like that, I just, there was a different mentality with this team versus last year that seems very much like we have to prove it to ourselves regardless of what anyone else thinks, even though what everyone else thinks is still that kind of a little bit of doubt that obviously a lot less of that now this week than before last week, but, and even less as you go back to the last few weeks. But it, um, I, I just, I think they've really embraced this sort of villain role that, and and that sort of sneakier team in the postseason. That's very much not what the Bison are known for, but they've kind of made it their own thing.
1: Yeah. They they were actually, If I can say this without upsetting USD fans, they played so well on Saturday. It was kind of fun to watch how well they played. Certainly wasn't happy for USD, but it was like, wow, these guys are good. Uh, All right, last question real quick. Are you and Devin going out to Missoula, one or the other, or both, or what?
2: So Devin will be making the trip on Friday. He'll be out there the whole weekend getting full coverage. Uh, I'm back in the studio anchoring and actually have a family vacation for Christmas time on Monday that I have a super early flight for. So I, it's too much for me to go out and, uh, and do all that, but, um, I'll be holding it down in the fort in, uh, in the studio and definitely bringing back excellent content as always. So I'll be very happy to, to see all the stuff he'll do and he'll make, uh, it's his second trip to Montana because he went out for the Montana State game. So, That will be very exciting. And then, of course, if the Bison win, we'll be back full force in Frisco in a few weeks. And if they don't, then we'll get ready for spring ball and uh, what's certain to be an interesting 2024 season. All
1: right. Well, if they do, we'll see you in Frisco. How's that?
2: (laughs) Sounds good. Appreciate it. Thank you. All
1: right. Merry Christmas. Thanks for your time, Jack.
2: Merry Christmas as well. Thank you all very much.
1: Jack Wallace, our guest from Valley News Live in Fargo. The three of us will be right back.
0: 1-3 or go to billionauto.com fleet.
5: Hi, I'm Misty Carlson and next to me is Betsy Weber and we're with Corey Insurance. It's that time of year again when we reflect on what we're thankful for, right Betsy? Definitely. We live in such a great city and state that continue to thrive because of all the wonderful businesses and families who call this home. We're so blessed to work for a family-owned business like Corey Insurance. We both understand the power of local shopping. When it comes to insurance, a local agent becomes part of your family. Corey Insurance is an independent insurance agency, which means we can provide you with plenty of options so we can find the plan that works best for you and your family. We represent many insurance companies with A-plus ratings and we're confident we can find one that fits your needs. We are so thankful for our customers who trust us with their insurance. If you're looking for a local agent, we are always here to answer any questions that you might have for planning the new year. Just give us a call at 605-336-6303 or go to KOURI insurance.com happy holidays from all of us at corey insurance to all of you. you
1: hear me talking about great life every day for a reason and it's not just because my son nick ovenden is the president
0: actually dad i honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you and that's just with the golf you play you spent half that time in the uh, fitness
1: centers what are you implying <laughs> Yep, any time of day. But
0: as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. <laughs> I, I know that. But our golf pro certainly four. can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all
1: about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. What part of your home likely gets used at least four times a day? What do people see first when they arrive at your home? In both cases, it's probably your garage door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls offers durable, dependable, stylish doors and will match any competitor's price on a comparable door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com.
0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros.
1: And welcome back. I'm Mark Ovenden, your host, along with Neil Graff and Curtis Riggs, both in the studio before we talk briefly and get a prediction on the South Dakota State game. Uh, Neil, you need to sell the rest of us on the Wagyu Burger, because I still haven't had it yet, and I talk about it every day, and especially the new version of it. Which they've been advertising, which is uh, back in Arby's until the day after Christmas. So if you haven't done it yet, you need to run out. But you've
4: fallen in love with the Wagyu burger. I have. How That's become my favorite go-to sandwich. As you recall, the Reuben was and 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 it's still a close second, but the Wagyu burger is great. I mean, it's a it's a big burger. You know, the the Wagyu brand of meat is the best quality of meat. Uh, with all the fixings on it, I, I like the, just the traditional one—a uh, little lettuce, tomato, ketchup, you know, pickle. Though just the kind of the old-fashioned, traditional one on a toasted uh, bun. On a toasted bun with some curly fries, maybe I'll throw a lemonade in there. It's pretty darn good. Making anybody hungry? <laughs> Neil, uh, Neil, you've made Curtis
3: drool.
1: <laughs> sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Uh,
3: it always sounds good. Yeah, I mean, every time you see the commercials and you're just like, oh my goodness. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah those look really good. And you see the commercials right about now. You hear the commercials for Lewis Drug and they're always talking about all these things. It's amazing to me how much they put on sale before a holiday of things that help you in the holiday season. Most stores don't do that. They wait till after Lewis Drug is there all the time for you. Since 1942, they're 81 years old. All right. We got 30 seconds left. Uh, South Dakota State. Friday night against Albany, Curtis? Your I, I,
3: I think they win big. I think Albany is fast but will struggle with the offensive line, South Dakota State, especially in the second half. If State stays away from third and long situations, they'll control and dominate this game.
4: I, I, I agree with the outcome. I think first half reasonably close. South Dakota State wears them down early in the second half and wins convincingly. Yeah,
1: we've seen them
3: do that to everybody.
1: And, and their defensive line is pretty stout too in fact they come in waves that's what makes them so impressive
3: yeah they they do it's the massive rotation constantly the the all-star though for their defense tucker large has been he has had an amazing season from a walk-on to being um all-conference now he's he's uh had a tremendous year he's played large yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys thanks for being here today uh we'll see you at arby's after the show don't forget the wagyu burger they are delicious back tomorrow
0: Empire Motorsports in Sioux Falls is your local